We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my fabulous friend, my soul sibling. Thank you so much for allowing Empower Radio and me to be a part of your day. There is really no greater honor from my perspective. And if you've hung out with me before, you know I love to experience and talk about synchronicity, miracles beyond coincidental coincidences, and something I like to refer to as God winks. Many years ago, when my life wasn't working, I asked every expert and everyone I thought to be more intelligent than me for answers support, guidance, and help. But I found it didn't really help me. It wasn't until I opened the door to my inner reality through meditations, guided meditation, and hypnotherapy that a light started to go on. Life started to make more sense, and I started to experience more goodness, grace, and God winks. I perceived these things, and I still do, as a confirmation that I'm on the right track, that I'm loved, and I'm far more connected to life in the universe than I ever believed before when I suffered so intensely. These days I feel clear, peaceful, and very at home within myself. And one of my favorite things to do is offer tips, tools, and what I've learned on the journey of awakening, and to participate in conscious conversations with other seekers, teachers, and living examples of authentic power. Today, I'm happy to be sharing some of my time with Paul O'Brien and very excited to be sharing him with you. Paul is a visionary entrepreneur who invented a new category of software that evolved into becoming the world's largest astrology and divination websites. He sold the company in 2007 and has since authored three books, The Visionary I Ching, Divination, Sacred Tools for Reading the Mind of God, and his new book that we're going to be talking about today, Intuitive Intelligence, Making Life-Changing Decisions with Perfect Timing. Paul is a sought-after speaker, philanthropist, and founder of the Educational Divination Foundation. So, Paul, thank you for saying yes to a second interview with me today. It's a pleasure to be back with you. It is uh, it is a joy to be having this conversation and learning a little bit more from you, opening my mind and heart a little bit more, and uh, hopefully my friends that are hanging out with us will get the value that I am. I'm confident that they will. So um, let's talk about what synchronicity is from your perspective. Well, synchronicity is the very definition of perfect timing. In in a book about intuitive intelligence, which is entitled Intuitive Intelligence, I thought it was a useful thing to do to introduce readers to some Jungian uh, psychological concepts that are very useful when it comes to making better decisions. And synchronicity is one of them. And archetypes is another one. Mm -hmm. And The collective unconscious was another concept of his, which I call infinite intelligence. But synchronicity is the one uh, that he's most famous for. And basically, Carl Jung studied the I Ching, uh, which is a a divination system that I um, have devoted a lot of my life to. And in the study of the I Ching, he came up with this term synchronicity to describe how it worked. And what synchronicity means in a nutshell is a meaningful coincidence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we go through life and these amazing things happen. You know, like, for instance, you might feel like calling your 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 great aunt. And uh, so you pick up the phone to call her and boom, there she is on the line. 
That is an amazing coincidence. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of things like that that happen in life. The way that people, I love the stories about how people who get married, how they met. You know, there's almost always a synchronistic element about that, some amazing coincidence. Well, it's not just a coincidence. And that's what Carl Jung uh, figured out, <clears throat> is that there's meaning to coincidences. And we have some expressions that, that, that reveal that, like um, there are no accidents or everything happens for a reason. So a synchronicity is an amazing coincidence that we derive meaning from, or that we can derive meaning from. Mm-hmm. And so they're like the little miracles that the Course in Miracles talks about, um, and they happen. Now, the trick is to notice them when they're happening and to interpret them and realize that they mean something. And yes. so I, I, I show people how to do that in the book, uh, Intuitive Intelligence, how to make a synchronicity journal is one technique that I talk about in there where you can sort of uh, record these amazing things that happen and sit with them and let your intuition play with them to sort of decipher what the meaning might be. <clears throat> and sometimes the meaning is, is just, it's giving you a signal. You know, in the Bible, it says uh, in, in the, the Israelites uh, were instructed to pay attention to the signs and omens. Mm-hmm. Cities are signs and omens. Mm-hmm. And so when things happen in this uh, amazing way, um, we need to take a, we need to pause and we need to consider, oh, I wonder if that's trying to tell me something. And that's a, a, a beautiful uh, way to exercise your intuition um, and, and get in touch with uh, the timing element of life. Because synchronicity says there are no accidents. And so um, if we're in sync with who we are, and mm. sync with our heart, we're going to start to live what I call the synchronistic lifestyle where synchronicities seem to happen more often. And they're not actually happening more often. It's just that we're noticing them for yes. what they are Yes. as they happen. Yeah, we're paying attention. And I found for me, as I have requested um, God winks and synchronicity, and as I look for it, I find it. And, you know, I was dealing with a friend who was uh, in the process of making what I thought to be a mistake. And I said, you know, we can ask for red flags and green lights. And she goes, oh, if it was only that easy. And I'm thinking to myself, it, it kind of is. You just ask for it and then you pay attention instead of pushing through and relying on our own understanding, pull our energy back and ask the universe to guide us and then look for the signs. Is it that simple from your perspective? I mean, that's how I'm currently living my life. It, it, how, how would you s- explain it? Or how can we open to more synchronicity, Paul? Well, I think you're right. I think it's basically a function of receptivity. We're all trying to make things happen. And I think we derive meaning um, when we're receptive to what is going on and what is coming towards us. And then in reading between the lines, you know, it's sort of like I teach people how to use the I Ching. And and I used to have uh, the business tarot.com, which was uh, giving... uh, people do-it-yourself tarot card readings online. And I, like, I would always say, 
where the intuition gets involved is in the interpretation. And the interpretation is reading between the lines, whether it's the symbols on a tarot card or the, the archetypal symbols on a tarot card, or whether it's the text in an I Ching reading. It's not like, this is not fortune telling. This is not predicting. Uh, this is not um, telling you exactly what to do. It's basically stimulating your intuition. Mm-hmm. To think outside the box, and the way that it's the way the intuition gets involved is in the interpretation of it. So, yeah, we have to be receptive. We have to pay attention. We want to be more mindful of what's going on, and that's hard to do when we're constantly striving, striving, striving to make things happen. Sometimes we've got to let things happen. Sometimes we've got to just relax and take a deep breath and. <laughs> uh, that's worked for me. And I say all the time, I believe as human beings, we're hardwired to strive, not necessarily hardwired to thrive. And we talked about this in our last show. I think what it takes in order to thrive is really um, living more from the heart. And it does take courage. It takes a leap of faith. So it's not necessarily easy. And I love something you said, I might use your words in the future. We have to live in that um open receptive posture and it's a function of receptivity which Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily natural we have to really kind of choose this for ourselves i think so receptivity doesn't seem like the natural way to operate in our culture you know we have a very type a culture you know we're conditioned to be extroverted and to make things happen um and to try to almost force things to happen um through sheer willpower and determination and these are good things but receptivity is kind of foreign to us where there are there are other cultures particularly in the east where they've basically celebrated receptivity like in the I Ching the first hexagram of the I Ching of the 64 archetypes is creative power well that's kind of an outgoing uh, force and then the second hexagram which is considered equally powerful is the receptive which is about letting things in or opening and, and embracing and holding. So, uh, and that one consists of all yin lines, which is the feminine principle. And the right. first consists of all yang lines. And then you've got 62 more of them that are combinations of the yin and the yang lines. So uh, receptivity is a natural human thing and it's very important. And it's something that I think we need to learn uh, about in our culture because it, it seems very foreign to us. And it does take courage. And I love that word courage um, that you used because it comes from the French word core, which means heart. So courage is a function of the heart. And so being in alignment with the heart basically involves uh, certain qualities uh, like trust, uh, where we basically um, can, we can trust that the universe is going to take care of us if we stay in alignment with it, if we stay true to who we are, instead of trying to always make things happen and make an impression and, you know, conquer um, the competitive marketplace, et cetera. Right. I love that too. My teacher, uh, one of my teachers would say courage is a way of saying rage of the heart. Core heart, rage of the heart and living from that space, which I love. And I think what you're saying is so wonderful. We need a balance of doing and being, giving and receiving the masculine and the feminine. And uh, you make that very accessible and comprehensive. And I know that balance has really supported me in manifesting a life of um, divine support 
and grace and ease and synchronicity. So, Paul, you also speak of something um, called visionary decision making. And I want to hear more about that. You say it's a more holistic, a.k.a. balanced way of making decisions. So I'm excited to hear more about this. Well, it all starts with a vision. You know, what is your vision for yourself? And that's rooted in Mm self-knowledge. And so I've got a whole chapter on that. Who am I? Ask answering the who am I question. And then we develop a, you know, we cultivate a vision based on that. You know, in my case, I was fascinated by the I Ching uh, when I was in college, and I was fascinated by software. Ultimately, and I wasn't expecting this, 15 years later, I was a a high-tech executive, and I discovered an intersection between these two things that fascinated me, uh, the I Ching and software. So for me to go off on an entrepreneurial bent to develop I Ching software was kind of a natural thing to do, even if it was foolhardy, because there was really not much uh, um, financial potential in it. Everybody thought I was crazy, but I was so driven by my reverence for the I Ching and my love of the uh, this vision I had about multimedia software and about how computers could be used uh, to create art and sound and, and create educational or spiritual experiences that I just threw caution to the wind and, uh, and took my entire life savings and developed um, this uh, uh, new kind of software, divination software. And um, so that was basically a vision that I had that was based on who I am and what I care about. So that's the first step. So then you've got to, you've got to, you know, you, you know about the law of attraction, of course, and, and that all makes sense, but you can't, attraction is not enough. You can't just think about something really hard and expect that pearl necklace to jump through the window and, 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 and go around your neck. You've got to, um, you've got to execute, you've got to make decisions and you have to execute them. So that's what I've been focused on in this book is how to leverage synchronicity in order to make better decisions or how to leverage what turns you on, what really speaks to your heart in order to make uh, great decisions. So those, mm-hmm. I call it visionary decision-making because it's based on a vision, but it, it's basically a strategic decision-making and you've got to answer two questions. Mm-hmm. You've got to answer the what question, which is what is the best next move I might make? And that one logic can help with that. And I have a, uh, an exor- some exercises in logic uh, in the book because I don't want to uh, deny logic. It's a great tool. It's just limited. And there's a lot of areas of life that logic can't handle, like relationships or uh, negotiating strategies or timing issues. So you, you got to answer the what question. What is, what, are some, what is the best move I might make? What is the next best move I might make? And then there's the when question. Now, the when question is the timing question. And that's the question. And when should I make that move? And um, that one is 100% intuitive. So mm-hmm. intuitive intelligence helps us get our timing right more than any other factor. And I, I say in the book, and I teach all these uh, exercises on how to improve your intuitive receptivity, I say the better your intuition gets, the, the more in, in, in tune with that you get, the, your timing is going to automatically improve. There's a direct correlation between your intuitive intelligence and the quality of your timing. Oh, I think that's so true. And I, I love what you're saying here. You can't just imagine and do nothing. I like something the science of mind offers. Treat and move your feet. 
do the inner work and then take the action steps. But I think where we get in trouble is taking the action steps without, first of all, working with the inner realm without journeying to center. You know, it's like we, we are far more, most people seem far more comfortable with the doing aspect and the uh, action steps rather than the internal um, work that I think is so imperative and important, which I think is where you're a master teacher. It's like do the inner work, do work with the inner realms. And I know for me and for you, Paul, our lives have become massively successful, not because of what we've consciously made happen. It doesn't make any logical sense that I'm in the position that I am. <laughs> and it doesn't make a lot of logical sense. It seems that you're in this like position that you're in. But I do think, again, it comes back to the courage of doing the inner work and the heart and, and trusting that we're loved and supported by um, the universe, our benevolent creator. Right. Yeah, it's all based on who you are and who you are is bigger than your body and it's bigger than your mind and it's bigger than your personality. It has to do with your part, your part in the you know, it's a holistic perspective on who you are and your mm -hmm. link to, to the divine and to infinite intelligence. Yes. Yeah. I love this saying. Um we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So, and I think it needs to be in that order, understanding first and foremost that we are spiritual and we're here to have um, this human experience. And so again, that's uh, the being and doing and the left brain, the right brain, the mind and the heart, the ego and the soul creating that perfect balance, which I see you as a, an exquisite living example of Paul. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm doing my best. And I'm trying to help <laughs> Your best people. is really your best is really good. And I like the saying, the greatest gift you can offer the world is to be your authentic self. And I think our authentic self or our soul self is creative and it is um, joyful and it is um, loving. And uh, as we live more from that space, life can certainly show up in a more uh, beautiful, supportive and grace filled way. You know, I think my book actually is so much in alignment with your books because it's about living from the inside out. It's about discovering who you are and developing some skills that are in alignment with what naturally fascinates you. Like I went into the software business as a secretary because I could type. And that's how I got my first job in the software industry. I was a college dropout, but I was so fascinated by software and the whole idea behind it. And this was in the early 70s. Mm -hmm. And then I, I got a job as a secretary and that's how I got into the industry 15 years later. I had ascended to become a, a an executive for a small startup, but um, you know, and, and, but I had developed a lot of skills in those 15 years that were very useful towards my ultimate success. And so we're all doing that. Hopefully, we're developing skills, and if we're developing skills uh, in alignment with things that fascinate us, whether it's on a personal level or a professional level, doesn't matter. Success is defined by you, and. Um, it doesn't, I'm, I'm, even though my book, the story behind my book is a story of a phenomenal uh, entrepreneurial success, um, the principles apply to any area of life. And that's what I love about your books, where you bring it into the realm of, of relationships. And um, that I think that's, that's beautiful. But in either case, people have to know what they want and have a vision for themselves and be doing their homework 
you know, their day job, whatever it is, developing some skills that are going to help them be a better partner or, or, or whatever. Yeah. And as I read your book, as I look at your story and as I contemplate my own, it feels like a lot of life has been about um, refining ourselves, gathering tools. And then it's almost like, I feel like life has left me breadcrumbs and I, I gather the breadcrumbs up and then um, I have this incredible toolbox. And when I look at it in retrospect, it's my life is woven together. And I see this with you. Your life is woven together with such um, perfection. And I think that can be true for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have my issues, you know, I'm, 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 I'm learning new things all the time. I'm reinventing myself now that I've, you know, succeeded at, and I sold my business for millions of dollars. <clears throat> now that I have so much time and abundance, uh, financial abundance, now I'm, you know, focusing on what's next, you know, what, what's going to inspire me for the uh, fourth quarter. Yeah. Of my life. Yes, the next chapter. And I'm I'm the same way. And I do think it's about continuing to be the student. You know, clearly you're a master teacher. And there are days I feel like I might be as well, but we don't want to get arrogant with that. We want to maintain that open, receptive posture and wanting to continue um to learn and be in our joy and be creative. And and like you, Paul, I've created a foundation and a and a trust and and it's about how can we pay this forward. And that's why I do this radio show and why I write my books. I don't do this for the money. I right. do this because this is my way of paying forward what I've learned to work. And I sense that's what you're doing as well. Exactly. I started very generous. Mm-hmm. Very generous of you. Yeah. I started a nonprofit for that reason, to give back. You know, we have, uh, you know, we publish books, I write blogs, and uh, I have a podcast, and I do all of it for the same reason you just mentioned, just to give back. Even our app, I have the Visionary I Ching app, which is a really cool way to consult uh, the I Ching Oracle. And um, all the money goes to the nonprofit work that we do. I don't take any salary or anything. Uh, and I don't want to. This is the purpose of it. It's, it's um, work as philanthropy. Now, I'm lucky enough to be able to do that because, right. you know, the story that led up to it. You know, in my entrepreneurial story, I had no family money. I had no investors. I was just, it was, it was, the, it was the abundance of the heart. Basically, I just gutted, <laughs> I just gutted it out for 13 years. Half the time, I didn't get paid. I barely kept a roof over my head, and I was a single father. But I was motivated by love around what fascinated me, and I think that's the central lesson, or one of the central lessons of my book, Intuitive Intelligence. Oh gosh, I love that term so much. I might have to uh, steal it from you. Living from the abundance of the heart. And that's, uh, I wrote a book about prosperity as well. And the very foundation of my belief is uh, you give generously and you receive graciously. It's like breathing, you exhale and you inhale. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you, when we find that particular balance, when we find our authentic shape, life can be such a beautiful dance. And from my experience, I like to call it a cosmic love affair. And it seems like you're in that, um, that posture as well. And that's, probably why I love you and I love your book so much. <laughs> well, thank you, Tan. It's been uh, really a pleasure talking with you about this. I yeah, really I think we're like vibing on the same, same frequency. This is really yeah, fun. Definitely. <laughs> 
So I think that's probably true for our listeners as well. Because, you know, I, I believe water finds its own level. And as we take responsibility for our own vibration, we tend to attract others of like hearts and like mind. And so it's always an honor and a pleasure and a privilege to connect with um, my soul family, which I consider you to be. Well, thank you very much. You know, and I, I hope that the listeners will trust themselves and find faith in themselves, which is the definition of confidence. Um, Oh, I I love that too. Find faith in yourself. That is the definition of confidence. Yeah, well, confidence comes from the Latin word confidio. Fidio means to, to believe and con means within. So, yeah, it's just... uh, it's a it, it's a it's a beautiful path, the path of self-confidence that we can all get on no matter how insecure we feel. I mean, we're a nervous species, but uh, <laughs> I love what you're doing. <laughs> and I encourage everybody to take the risks that grow you. Oh, my gosh, that's another one. You go, you do so many great quotes. Take the risks that grow you. I'm going to have to give you. Um, credit for that one. All right, Paul, we just have a minute or so left. Can you tell people where they can find you? What is your website again? And how can I get your book, Intuitive Intelligence? Um, the website of uh, is divination.com. That's D-I-V-I nation.com. And it represents all of the work of uh, the Divination Foundation, including um, the book, including the app for the I Ching, the Visionary I Ching app, and including uh, articles and blogs and and, and my podcast. So divination.com, and there's a contact form on there if people want to uh, get in touch with me. That's the best way. Okay, that sounds like a... Yeah, I love your website. It's beautiful. There's a lot of great content there. It was super fun to just participate with that. And to my friends, thank you for participating in this love affair that Paul and I are sharing. And we are extending it to you to be a part of the dance. And we are sending you blessings of grace, ease, joy, God winks and synchronicity. And if you want more of that in your life, invite it receive it graciously, pay attention to it, be in gratitude for it and pick up his book, Intuitive Intelligence. So thank you for being part of uh, the Energy of Empower Radio and Journey to Center. And just know that we're sending you blessings. So take good, gentle care of yourself. Onward and upward. 